0: Ministry was just going on. I was just seeking the Lord and it reminded me of a scripture I think you may be with me on the radio station when I gave this word. And I and I'm gonna share this scripture with you as a as a means for you to understand why God is ministering like this on the regular it seems. First you need to understand it's because he loves you and I that much. That his desire is to give you and I what we need and when we need it. Sometimes we think what we need is a little bit of song and a little bit of word, shake a few hands. We were in church. But sometimes what we really need is gone to do something a little bit deeper and a little bit more personal, a little bit more intimate so that we don't just check in and check out like that hotel. And so he took me into the book of Job, the 14th chapter, do you remember it? The book of Job, the 14th chapter and watch this. I think I'll just read verse seven and eight and nine. Hallelujah. It's a bless you. <clears throat> it's just sort of a, a nugget that God gave me. One day, how many have ever just felt cut off? or out of place or overlooked We're sometimes overlooked by our family, sometimes overlooked as from our known nation, sometimes overlooked in the church. How I many? I know what it is when you, you come into an altar filled with people and it feels and seems like everyone else at the altar is getting touched and ministered to and blessed and you just feel stone cold. It almost feels like the presence of God goes all the way around you, but not you. So many of us might know what it is to feel cut off or ostracized or out of place or feel like other people are getting breakthrough and miracles, but me. But I want to share this scripture with you as hope so that you can understand what God has been doing over the last number of weeks. Why that's changing for you right now. And he says in Job chapter 14, verse 7 For is there hope for a tree if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that at a tender branch therefore will not? Let's just stop there for a moment. If we cut off a tree and leave only the stump, it's saying, is there hope for that tree? If you and I have been leveled at the knees, if life has knocked us down, oh, come on. If what we're going through as a nation and in our world has knocked us down and sort of taken the breath out of us, as a people, if situations in our life right now are just causing us grief and worry and pain, right? We've been knocked down. It says, is there hope for a tree if it's been cut down? This is what it's saying. It goes on in verse eight, though the root therefore was old in the earth and the stock therefore die in the ground that it can, in other words, we can feel like we've been cut off and dead for a while. It might seem as though there is no hope, like it's never gonna turn around, that it will always be this way. Oh, hallelujah. We can have those ideas and images about our church, about our families, about things we've been praying about. Come on, some of you need to not stop praying over people that you're believing God to be saved. It's not over yet. Things that you and I have been knocking and seeking and asking for, you cannot give up. This is, this scripture is proof of that. I don't care what the outcome is. This scripture is saying, even if you cut a tree down and all that remains is the stump in the ground and it just begins to die in the ground. Watch this, my God, this is a word for somebody. Verse 9, for though the sin, but yet at the sin of water, it will bud and bring forth fruit like a plant. In other words, that thing that looks like it's dying in the ground, that it's been cut off, it will, it will begin to bud and bring forth fruit. It will live, it will grow like a plant. In other words, there is hope. There is hope. It's not over. Are you hearing me? Say it's not over. My God. You need to receive this word for whoever. I don't know why I'm going to share it for you today. I have a whole other. Well, you know, I've been working on a series. Good God. We we're supposed to be on anointing today. I've skipped that and I was going to deal on protection today. This is what God gives me. At the sin of water. Now, what is that saying to you? Just a a passing by of His presence. Just a mist of the presence of God. Just... Remember the other week I mentioned that song, uh, the old song, uh, Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel His mighty power and His grace. I can feel the brush of angels wings. Just, just a bit of his presence. That scripture saying just a little bit of his presence and you will bud and bring forth fruit like a plant. In other words, he's saying just, just by being in my presence, what has been cut off, what has seemed like it it has ended, what looks like it had a certain outcome. he, He is saying it's not the outcome you anticipated. It's not the outcome that you were considering in your mind. But he said, just just by being in my presence. Uh, Let me put it to you another way. Just before uh, he began to interrupt our regularly scheduled service. I gave you the example of the woman with the issue of blood. Yeah. And the Bible says that she had battled her condition for many years huh. It's easy to accept the way that things are when it seems like it's always been that way. The reason that God is trying to move in our midst in this manner, is with such with such uh, persistence, I believe, is to change your mentality. It's to change your expectation of what you think you come to church to get, and to let Him come in and to upend and to give you and I whatever it is that we have need of in that moment. The woman with the issue of blood had heard that Jesus was coming. Much like blind Bartimaeus in scripture, much like many others. And she made up her mind that even though she should not get near a priest, even though she should not, whatever she should yell, I'm unclean, I'm unclean. She made up her mind that she was going to push through the crowd and every bit of adversity and that she was going to get and be able to come in contact with the one that she knew that could help. What Job chapter 14, verse seven, the reason I love it so much is that what it does is it instantly reminds me of those circumstances where we feel like we are like her. Cut off and unused, that we have nothing to give, that we're too damaged, that we've been through too much. That life has beaten us up life has disappointed us or we just have some great needs right now. And yet his word reminds us that yet at the scent of water, he's saying not even, not even, not even uh, the river that we've been talking about. Not even if he opens the floodgates of heaven, he's saying just, just at the scent of water. It means just a little mist in the air that that dead stump on the ground will bud and bring forth fruit, that it will grow again. Is anybody hearing me? In other words, you don't have to drive to the ocean or get near a lake or find a river. He's saying right where you are right now, if, if just a mist from the heavens hits you, you'll begin to bud and bring forth fruit. In other words, it's not over for somebody. God's not done yet. You are, you are not cut off. This thing is not over. It doesn't matter what the enemy has said. It doesn't matter what our life decisions have done. It doesn't even matter what other people do. It doesn't matter any of the people on our wall of prayer what decisions they're making today. At the sin of water. We need to begin to believe and, and decree and declare that, that he, he's rescuing them that they're going to begin to bud and bring forth fruit, that they're going to begin to grow. And it may have looked dead. It may have looked like one outcome, but it will. they will begin to have life in them once again. Hallelujah. At the sin of water. So if it looks like it's dead, if it looks like it's over in life, if it looks like it has ended, I'm here to tell you at the sin of water, it will bud and bring forth fruit again. It will live. Amen. You shall live and not die, declares the Lord. Speak that over whatever it applies to. Now, a... now, I share that with you because the second thing that Lord spoke to me today is He's been stirring this series in me for a, a little while. Is that at the scent of water, the reason He interrupts like this is because He doesn't want you to get distracted by what's going on around you or in your life. He wants you to experience the joy of the Lord. I mean a real joy that you're not going to lose your peace. You're not going to lose anything else in your life. But you're going to have, when the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is my strength, that you will be able to laugh in the face of adversity and still have a good time. You might be crying over what you've lost, but you are going to be able to maintain the joy of the Lord, which the Bible says is your strength. Remember, what is in you is greater and more powerful than what's going on around you. The reason God has been immersing us in this series is to rise up within you, Him. To make the God that we worship bigger inside of you. To make Him permeate through every aspect of your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. But we're going to believe in this moment for every dead area of our life that seems like it's over. We're going to believe that at the scent of water, we and those things, our families will begin to bud and bring forth fruit. That while we're here and while we enjoy His presence, He's doing something in their life. He's going to touch people's children and parents. He's going to rescue hearts. That our mighty God's going to intervene in circumstances that we cannot control. Anybody else a control freak like me? Let him have it. Let him do it. I'm telling you, watch what he will do. I'm not making any bit of sense. Second Kings 20 was actually the text I was going to use today about Hezekiah. About our praise. Permeating. I'll close by just saying this. Won't eat. But God's not done with some of you yet. I'll share this with you. Pray over you. But 2 Kings 20, the story of Hezekiah. The Lord had spoken to the prophet Isaiah went to Hezekiah and, you know, he tells him not a thus says the Lord encouraging word. It was a word that said, get your house in order because you're going to die. And Hezekiah distraught. After the prophet leaves, he begins to cry out to God and say, why? What have I done? Hezekiah says something in the text. Go read it. We'll look at it next week. That is so powerful. Hezekiah knows how to get the attention of God. And Hezekiah says to God, Lord, if I die, I can no longer give you what you want. He says, Lord, if I die, I can no longer praise you. And so the Bible says, I'm uh, leaving out a lot of things, but the Bible says that now, now God speaks to the prophet again, Isaiah. And say, I want you to go back to Hezekiah. Because he reminded me of something. And that if, if he dies, he can't give me the praise. And so I want you to go back and tell him I'm going to add 15 years to his life. What ends up happening in the text, just to fast forward a whole lot, is Hezekiah in the midst of his praise, because he was threatened, not just physically, but by the enemies around him to destroy the city. Because of Hezekiah's praise, his praise erected protection around him so that he didn't have to fight his enemies. Now. We've talked about how our praise and all the things that it does. Remember, over the last few weeks, we won't review it. Look at, the, look at the things that we've experienced in the body of Christ right here over the last few weeks, how we've experienced breakthrough. Hello? Breakthrough. When things and people said things weren't going to happen, when it didn't look like certain things were going to work out, breakthrough happened. We learned about our praise being a weapon and how when we needed to, we, we, we went and knocked down, drag out with the enemy. We learned that our praise it, it releases an anointing over our, our lives. So they're not worried really being strangulated by all the things that are, the enemy would use to strangulate and take the life out of us. And then today it was about protection. That our praise erects a wall of protection. You need to understand right now, while we were praising God, what, what was happening is God was erecting a wall of protection around you. But watch this. It's not just to hold out the enemy that's after you and I. The real goal of protection that came around Hezekiah to protect him and in the city was not about protecting them from the Assyrians on the outside. This is what most people miss about the text is that it, your praise will will permeate through the atmosphere and it will provide all those other things but then it will also erect protection into your life not, so, not just to keep the enemy at bay from destroying you the Bible says he comes to steal, kill and to destroy he roams to and fro seeking whom he may devour it's not just about that but in addition to that why God erects a wall of protection around you somebody needs to begin to give God praise for the wall of protection that is being erected around you and this place and your family amen <laughs> the real purpose of the wall of protection wasn't just about the enemy on the outside. The wall of protection was erected so that Hezekiah could deal with the enemy on the inside. Because there's somebody that you know what it is to have a battle over here. And one over here But the greatest battle of all is in you. And how do I ever get victory out here? If I never get the victory inside? God wants you to know today that the reason why your praise is important and why it's so powerful is for that right there. So that you can silence the battle going on inside of you. Oh my God, if I had time to preach it, you'd leave here today with your mouth open. God loves you so much. That's why he pauses what we plan to do to come and to minister and speak to you and speak life into you. And then to drop this little nugget into you to say, Adam, I want you to bless me in you. When people tell you no. And when people walk away, When people talk about you when they ridicule you and when they judge you i will bless the lord at all times praise will always be in my lips why why is that so important why do we keep coming back to that because if you can maintain that attitude of praise you're going to keep that wall up and that god said he's saying i'll deal with your enemies that's why he said that 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 that, no weapon formed against you would be able to prosper because he said, if you'll praise me, I'll deal with them so that you can deal with you. See, that's why it's important that we praise so that you can and I can gain the strength that we need to get and that we can get everything that we need when we're in his presence like this. So I gave you a lot in just a couple of minutes about at the scent of water, he's going to bud and bring forth fruit. So I'm telling you whether you feel cut off or dismayed or ostracized or just forgotten. Sometimes we even feel forgotten by God. Sometimes we feel forgotten by people. It doesn't matter or, or, or whatever it is your you're And if you're like Hezekiah and you say, maybe you just need to remind God. God, it can't turn out this way. Because if it does, I can't praise you. Hallelujah. And then maybe some of us just need to break out in praise to erect a wall of protection around you so you don't have to deal with that outside battle. And you can deal with what God is trying to deal with you right now on the inside. Some of you are going through what you're going through because God's trying to deal with you. Forget about them. Forget about every other battle going on around you. Somebody hear me in this place. Forget about them. I don't care how much you love them. I don't care how much you've invested in them. I, I don't care how many nights they've kept you up. Forget about them. This moment is not about them. This moment is about you. And if you will praise God, I will bless the Lord at all times. I'm telling you, He will do something on the inside of you. That when you come out of this thing, They'll be better and you'll be better. Let God do it. Now, if this word was for anybody, I want you to come quickly. We're going to pray together right now. We're going to close and we're going to ask him for just the sin of water. It's probably going to be more than that, but just the sin of water. Come, come, come! Don't, don't wait, because I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm one of these. I don't like to wait. If, you, if I'm speaking to you, if at the sin of water, you're one of those, or you're one of those that just say, I need to praise God, because I need a wall of protection. There's something in me I gotta deal with. There's something in me I gotta deal with. Something in me I gotta do. Something in me I gotta do. My God. My God, would you just pray with me? If you're able to, would you stretch your hands toward the heavens? Let Him see you and let Him hear you. Father, in this place and in this moment, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I just speak the word of everything that God we've spoken today over your people that have responded and those online right now. Father, I thank you. God, even as your word, even as we've studied your word, God, we're going to choose in this moment that God, we're going to bless you, that Lord, that you're going to see us and that God, you're going to hear from us today, today, that God, we will bless you at all times. God, whether we're, we're like the person that's felt forgotten or ostracized or overlooked, God, at the sin of water. God, the presence of the Holy Spirit is in this place. And God, I'm thanking you and I praise you that God in advance, that Lord, you are these people are gonna bud and bring forth some fruit. They're gonna bud and bring forth fruit, as your word has declared in Job, the 14th chapter, God, verse 9, it said, Yet at the sin of water, you will bud and bring forth fruit buds like a plant. Father, I thank you it's springtime. I thank you that God every area and every dead thing would come to life. God, I thank you every area, Lord, where we haven't seen anything move. God, where we haven't seen anything be answered. God, where we haven't seen, God, there be a breakthrough. God, your word, we receive Job 14, verse 7, 8, and 9 for us today. At the sin of water, it will bud and bring forth fruit. God, God, breakthrough is ours. That God, this protection is ours. So, Father, I, we were going to praise you. God, we lift up your name in this moment. God, I thank you that, Lord, as we elevate your name, a wall of protection is being erected around us. God, not just so to, for, to keep the enemy out. but God, right now in this moment, that, God, you're going to begin to do something in each of us. That God will never be able to confront what's going on in this life until, until we can confront what's going on in me. So, Father, I pray that God, Lord, as we begin to praise you in a moment, that, Lord, you would allow there to be surgery happening from the heavens and to go into the deepest and most intricate and delicate places of the heart, soul, and spirit of every man, woman, and child. That God, you'll begin to work on the things that are within us that we haven't been able to conquer while you God deal with our other enemies on the outside so father like David we choose to bless you Lord I will bless you Lord at all times praise will continually be on my lips.. Now mighty presence of God, sweep over these people. Touch and move and minister God as we honor you and as we bless you. Would you just begin to thank God right where you are? Would you just begin to erect that wall of praise around you and your family? Would you just begin to elevate the name of Jesus above every, every, every other name? Hallelujah. God, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise in this place. We'll bless you, Lord. We'll bless you even though it doesn't look different. We'll bless you even though we don't feel different. God, we'll bless you even though what's going on around us because we know who you are. We trust in you above every other thing, God, above every other person. God, we bless you and we love you and we thank you. Today, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray amen amen hallelujah hallelujah my god my god my god he's doing something in you glory to god